Wednesdays with Matthew. It's Wednesdays with my bride. Beam boom. Wednesdays with Matt Matthew. Oh, it's another Wednesday. Can you believe it? Hey, everybody, it's Matthew. It's Matthew, he's back. It's Matthew, he's cool. It's Matthew, he really wants to throw it back. Uh, what? Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Wonderful Tale of Words Strung Together by My Tongue and Cheek, Matthew Wednesdays. It's actually called Wednesdays with Matthew. Got a little mixed up right there with the intro, but hey, what can you do? Sometimes everyone makes mistakes. Sometimes everyone's tongue got, cat got you, cat, so, <clears throat> just like that sometimes a cat catches your tongue and you gotta you gotta live to work through it uh, persevere through it take the claws out of your out of your um your pink little moist thing in your mouth and uh get past the cat and keep continue to keep uh talking so <laughs> uh welcome everyone i'm back in this motherfucker like i never motherfucking left now, if you noticed, if you're a true listener of the podcast, you noticed I missed a, a, um, an episode last week, and that's because, well, I was gone. You're probably wondering, Matthew, <laughs> what do you mean you were gone? Aren't Shouldn't you be next to your computer, you know, in your house, in your room, with your microphone and your podcast stuff, with internet connection? <laughs> Oh, sometimes you just don't get it, do you? Sometimes you you notice that you can actually leave home and go into the distance, into the far lands, away from your comfort area, the place where you sleep, poo, and and masturbate comfortably. You can leave that. And boy, did I leave that last week. Now, it all started... <clears throat> Let me get actually get some water real quick. Off to a fucking dry start. My mouth has been very dry. Uh, I think I just need to drink a lot of water. But remember, this podcast sponsored by H2O. Um, everyone get your water ready. Let's take a sip. Oh, boy. Wow. Woo. Jiminy Cricket. <coughs> Holy me. Poop. Um... Uh, yeah, so make sure to um, use the code Wednesdays with Matthew on H2O.com to get your 25% discount on your water bill and some water shipped to you, to your front door. Now, back to the show. Um, guys, I was gone. I was, yes, I was at a music festival called Lightning in a Bottle. Oh, now, some of you guys are like, Lightning in a Bottle? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, and some of you are, are like probably like lightning in a bottle. 
what are you a fucking you know a rave head man what do you <laughs> what do you what are you fucking like a loser or something well guess what i have some things to clear up for you folks that don't know what lightning in a bottle is um have have heard of it and and judged people based off their uh the what they've heard about it you know the the culture around it um <clears throat> all i can say now guys is <laughs> i'm a bass head i'm a certified bass head rave head um i do molly every day i listen to um techno house um, I travel from uh, festival to festival to camp and listen to music. That's me now. It's the new Matthew. Um, I, I'm, I'm a changed man after this um, experience, this, this magical experience that changed me forever. Yeah, uh, eh, probably not. But anyway, uh, I went to Lightning in a Bottle this weekend, last weekend. Well, actually, starting Tuesday. I left Tuesday um of last week at 7 a.m with my beautiful girlfriend juliet we hopped in the car we pressed start on the gas and we reversed out of the driveway and looked at our maps and it said 10 hours until the destination now first of all when you look at that destination of 10 hours the car ride i'm like okay fuck it you know i don't even know what to expect from this concert i have not researched anything I haven't looked at the lineup, you know, the famous, you know, names of people that are performing there. I don't know a single goddamn artist that is playing at this festival, but I'm excited nonetheless. So I see that 10 hours till arrival and I said, oh, fuck it. That's easy. That's light work. So we get on the uh, <clears throat> I-5 South um, and peel off into the distance. I'm, I'm averaging about 80 Sorry, my mic stand just broke. Okay, um, we're averaging about eighty miles per hour um, until we're just until we're there. We really got there. We, um, I was. Let me just shout out to the people that I went with. Um, I was camping with Keith, Jamie, Ben, Pearl, Juliet, and me. We all had a campsite. Like the Teletubbies have a, a house in the middle of uh, nowhere. That's what we were doing. We had a campsite in the middle of nowhere. We were the Teletubbies. A couple extra Teletubbies. You know, maybe Ben was probably the vacuum. Um, and the rest of us were Teletubbies. But, uh, you, you know, you know the, it, it was kind of that type of vibe, you know. So we stopped in Patterson, which is uh, the home of Amazon Warehouse Hell. I mean, we pulled up to this godforsaken land, um, which was about three hours from uh, Lightning in a Bottle. We wanted to take take a, take a pit stop. We didn't want to drive all day. Um, so we decided to stop there and then wake up in the morning and go. So this is about three hours away. Lightning in a bottle is in Bakersfield. You know, if you guys don't know where Bakersfield is in, well, then take a look at Google motherfucking maps. <laughs> Get roasted. Um, guys, I got to say I'm a little rusty. You know, I feel like I'm just talking into the mic. I'm not really taking my time to provide thoughts to you guys so i'm going to slow down a little bit i'm sorry about that rocky start i kind of got excited talking about um this hippie fest that i attended um because i really don't know what i'm going to say i really don't know how to explain my experience because it's difficult 
you know, it's always difficult to explain an experience that you have in the moment, you know, like, oh, you can have, you know, if, if I fell off, you know, if I was driving a car and, and then I hit a guardrail and fucking flipped, uh, then got out and it turns out I hit an elf, you know, and this elf was bleeding out red and blue gush, um, then I would be able to explain that story a lot better because it was so quick and and intense and to the point but when you're at a festival it's long drawn out um sundays i'm you know doing a couple thingies drugs you know <laughs> mom if you're listening dad just joking obviously didn't do any drugs um everything was legal that i did um <clears throat> so i'm gonna slow my roll i was talking fast i got excited Anyway, we're in Patterson, the middle of bumfuck asshole. I mean, it is a desert. If you look up Patterson, yeah, it's right kind of by near Sacramento, a little bit south of Sacramento. Um, so we drove all the way to there, checked into a Best Western. And um, first sign, you know, you, you see all the, there's just warehouses. There's probably an Amazon warehouse as big as, uh, I mean, fucking Portland. It was gigantic. Um, Jeff, Jeff Bezos probably just threw that thing there. He's like, that's where all, that's where the room is. They probably made this city because of Amazon. I mean, I swear to God that there was just this tiny town with just the basic subway, fucking Walmart, Amazon. I mean, it was just the most, and then hotels and that's pretty much it. Um, uh, we get out, check into the Best Western, you know, we're on the way to the front door of the Best Western, this lady tattoos, uh, you know, greasy hair, just yelling on the phone, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck you, I'm like, oh, jeez, where are we, <laughs> I have, I end up, uh, the only parking spot was next to a Volkswagen Beetle that just was crusted from sun damage, the paint was chipping like a, um, melted silver i mean it was just it looked like magma that a third year old three-year-old put on a piece of paper that tried to make art in art class i mean it was i was like okay lock all our doors <laughs> we're good right um long story short we go upstairs we check into the hotel mm -mm -mm, get a good night's sleep <laughs> excited for lib the next <laughs> that's probably more realistically how i snore um i'm not a big snorer well, i probably am used to be not anymore you know i grew into my molars guys so i'm more of a i'm gonna get one more sip of water here we go guys man beep, 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 beep. next day we wake up oh this is the first um this is the first exciting good omen that happens in the trip. We stop by Starbucks before we leave, Ben, Pearl, Juliet, and I. And um, you know me, I like food. <laughs> what can I say? I'm, I like my stomach full before I do things. You could say I am greedy. You could say I am, um, what's well, gluttonous. But I like my food. So, you know, I just, I order a, a sandwich from Starbucks, which, by the way, guys, if you are a regular Starbucks, connoisseur they updated that that sandwich menu i mean and now it's like a obviously it's frozen and they throw it in the oven 
but they updated it so there's actually good options and it's like mcdonald's you know there's a couple options it's it's good it's nice it's good so i got some double bacon bullshit um and an iced coffee and uh we eat that we set at a table people coming in from all walks of life i mean i can't even explain who the fuck's in there the patterson um starbucks um and you know i eat my first um I just burped, sorry. I eat my first chick, uh, breakfast sandwich. Um, yum, yum, We're sitting there just chilling. We got about an hour to go. So we're just kind of killing time, just chilling. You know, I go up to get, uh, I get a little bit more hungry. So, you know, I say, <laughs> I say, fuck it. Get another sandwich. Got a little scone. Yes, okay, I'm gluttonous, whatever. Fuck you. But it all paid off because on the way back from ordering, I weave myself through tables and chairs, glancing at the floor below me. And boom, what do I see by my right foot? Is that, it looks a little bit crumpled. It's like a piece of paper. I bend down to to uh, retrieve it. I see a big, bold number that says 100. I say, huh, what's, what's this? What is this? So I reach down a little bit lower. I pick it up. I just picked up a fresh, clean, blue Benjamin. Oh, my gosh. I just found $100 in the middle of this Starbucks in Peterson, California. Or is it Patterson? I really am probably getting that wrong. It might be Patterson. Is it Peterson or Patterson? Let's, uh, let's debunk this myth right here. It's Patterson. Uh... Yeah, it's, I've been saying it wrong this whole fucking time. It's Patterson. My bad, guys. Uh, it's my bad to the city of Patterson. Uh, do not fucking hurt me because I think a lot of you there could could probably injure me. Um, they're just built different over there, I think. Just their whole surroundings. Um, they got, you know, beetles and cockroaches and shit. So they're just stomping on those things and then going to the nearest piercing and tattoo place and just... Just fucking... Yeah... But um, I see a big blue strip, right? I pick it up. And it's one of those things when you find a $100 bill in public, it's one of those things where it's a lot of money, right? It's not just a $1 bill. If it's a $1 bill, I'm, I'm looking around. Okay, pocket. $5 bill, it's mine. And also this is in the, in the in like a restaurant, you know? It's different if I was out walking on a sunset walk, and I was crossing a bridge and there was a Benji on the ground. I'm picking that up, throwing it in my pocket instantly, not even taking a second breath. Um, but when you see one when there's about, I mean, there were probably 20 people in there in a Starbucks. You, you can't really instantly be like, and throw that. Because right when I picked it up, I went over to Juliet and I was like, oh, this is, there's $100 bills right here. What the fuck? And it felt like everyone in the Starbucks looked at me and knew I took the $100 off the ground, which I know probably wasn't true, but in my head, it felt like everyone was like, I wish that was me. Or the person that dropped it was looking at me like, wait, that's mine. But no one came up. And, uh, you know, I was kind of standing there in the middle and Juliet, I wanted to pocket it. I was just like, pocket it, pocket it, pocket it. And Juliet, you know, the good Samaritan, good karma was like, I'm taking it to the front of the Starbucks. And I said, but I couldn't do anything about it. 
you know, because I can't just argue over a hundred dollar bills because then it raises attention and people are starting to be like, hmm, I could claim that. <laughs> so I'm kind of sitting there on the chair, just festering a little bit because the, this Starbucks is a busy, busy. And I'm like, okay, we just got to go. We got to pocket it, go. No one, we didn't draw any attention. People are chilling there. Um, and, and the Starbucks is so busy where it takes Juliet about fucking five minutes to stand there to tell, give him a hundred dollars back. And I'm like, Oh God. And then the Starbucks worker said, I keep it, keep it because I'm not going to do anything. What am I going to give it back to Starbucks? And I said, that is a good omen right there. So I took that $100 bills. I flattened that thing out. It was a little bit of crumply put in my wallet, did my trifold wallet thingy, put it in my pocket, and boy, we are off to lib. Lightning in a bottle. Cue, cue, cue the car sound effect. We're on the highway to hell. We're on the highway to heaven. Oh, well, this fucking stupid ass truck move over to the right. Where I live. Oh, man. Guys, I'm going to just go. I, I can't go chronologically because. Like, I just I'm just going to say what was there, what happened. Um, life on the uh, Buena Vista uh, Lake Point viewpoint thing um man oh man boy oh boy was it fun first off we pulled up and okay this is this is i actually got to grab i'm just gonna go on with what i have to say about the people i experienced seeing there first of all everyone's super chill i mean you could be you could be off anything you can i mean you could be doing heroin in the middle of the the dance floor and people would be like oh, that's that's dope um but what I saw there, which I did not expect at all, were kids. And I'm not, yes, kids from all ages. And I'm not talking just like, well, you know, you got a, you know, you got a 10-year-old running around. Ooh, yeah, having fun. You know, ooh, look at this trippy light. No, I mean, like, I'm telling you, people were walking around with strollers. Hear, <laughs> hear me out. First of all, let me lay out the setting real quick. You go into Lightning and Bottle, first off, giant speakers. You can hear these speakers from about two miles away, and you can hear your heart vibrating to the music. I mean, if if you are listening to a house beat, your heartbeat is going the same tempo as this song is, no matter what. There are people flooding the road, flooding the sidewalk, talking, music blasting, things happening around. Um, and this is like deep bass in and there are people walking around with strollers and I'm talking, <laughs> they don't have a stuffed animal alien inside that stroller. You know, they don't have their, their, their bag of drugs inside the stroller. They have babies in the stroller. They got babies booming. These babies aren't booming. These babies are basing. These bo babies are bass boosted. Bass boosted babies. Yeah, I was sorry. I was trying to think of a. I was trying to think of a fucking uh, 
title. There we go. Base boosted babies. Or what was what was it? Base boosted baby. Yeah, base boot ba- base boosted babies. Anyway, I mean, and this shocked me because it, the 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 parents did not look. These were not uh, parents with, you know, you know, a little, uh, you know, a tie dye shirt, some running shoes, you know, taking care of their baby. No, <laughs> Woo! I was in the middle of a, a stage, probably about a thousand, two thousand people at this stage. I'm not even exaggerating. Insane amount of people, M- speakers everywhere. I just see a stroller of a kid holding a glow stick, flow toy, waving it around while dust is kicking and doing a, and the amount of dust it was that was coming up, the lights would hit the ground and you could just see a layer of bark dust um, rolling around. This kid had headphones on, thank God, big headphones on. And the dad was right behind the stroller, looking up into the sky, eyes rolled back, just like, uh, just geeking to the music while this kid is just doesn't even know what the fuck is going. I mean, this kid's whole body had to have been uh, a phone vibrating when someone calls you. I mean, I mean, this kid, how did this kid, how was this kid not just bouncing around, just vibrating to the max? I mean, it didn't make it's it scared me it honestly that was the one thing going to this concert where that made me go what the fuck are you doing and it really i thought about it because throughout the whole weekend you know you you see different kids from all walks of life you see a 10 year old you see an eight year old i'm not too good with kids ages don't get off all right i already dig, dug myself a hole but at what point do you take your kid to a rave where everyone's doing drugs, everyone's geeked, music is at an unhealthy amount of decibels? Um, it just shocked me that people brought their fucking baby to a, a rave. It was insane. Um, like, I guess a kid, but can a kid catch a vibe when you're two years old? And this kid was probably two or three, two or three years old. Is this kid like, oh, yeah, good vibes, absorbing it, hell yeah. Or is this kid just like mind, brain hitting each part of the skull just because that shit was, it was concerning. That's, it's the very least, that's what I, what I could say. That was concerning. But other than that. I'm speechless. I mean, I could talk about so many things. We we camped on a nice grassy patch of green grass. Some people were camping on, you know, sand and dry uh, wheat, which was, thank God we had grass. We were in like a little neighborhood. Um, to get to the stages and to get to the main area, we had to walk probably about two miles, which seems like a lot in your head but when you're there it's like oh we're just going on a walk um and there was you just walk past concerts stages you walk past people's campsites everyone has speakers everyone's chilling everyone's down to say hi um this place wherever this was buena vista point near bakersfield it was uh chipmunk heaven 
So you better watch. We had to watch where we were going because I could have broken ankle. I could have been out for the season playing basketball if I didn't watch where I was going. There were holes everywhere. Um, and during the day, these chipmunks, there was uh, near the porta potties, there was this hole. And there were chipmunks that were not scared of people. It's like someone uh, just threw a chocolate truffle mushroom magic down there. It The whole family ate it. And next thing you know, they're up, they're up, uh, atop of ground, just like, yeah, let's get At one point, Juliet started petting a fucking chipmunk. I mean, when was the last time you pet a chipmunk? Seriously. When was the last time? Because the last time I did it, uh, I was, boy, I was about negative 47 years old. I think that's the last time I t- petted a chipmunk. I was um, actually a zookeeper in my past life, so I was actually pretty comfortable with um, with animals, which was pretty good, which was pretty, pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Overall, I feel like this, um, this event, this festival, it felt... I mean, and don't get me wrong, before I went to a festival or anything, experienced it, I was never, I never talked down on a festival or anything. I wasn't like, oh, you're fucking weirdo for going to a festival. But I was always like, eh, I don't really get it. You know, I don't really understand it. Like, Why would you go and, you know, dress up and go to a bunch of live music? You know, like I can go to a club, you know, I can go to a DJ set in the city. You know, why would I need to go? drive this far and camp and do all that blah 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 um but once i went you know you feel it, it's something like this is this is what i would hear people say I, I sound like what people sounded like to me when i first heard him i didn't really believe it you know i'm like okay yeah it changed you fucking whatever but it's good to be with friends it felt really good to to camp with some good friends and really you know, step for how long Lib was, it was probably five days, four, five or six days away from my house, my bed. You know, I haven't done a camping trip like this long ever in my life, I don't think. Um, like tent, camping in a tent, you know, that long. Um, so it felt good. You know, you're away from everyone. You're away from society. And it. All, I was talking to Juliet about this. Um, you're almost, I mean, about 20 to 30,000 people were there. So it's almost like you create your own society and planet within this campground because no one really leaves. You're all kind of stuck there and there's a bunch of people camping and it's like your house, your neighborhood, you walk and go into the city and all there is is just fun stuff to look at, music to listen to. Um, So it it was a nice change of scenery is what I would say. It was kind of like a nice life reset. Um, it was it was a nice hatchet in the uh in the routine i would say it definitely broke the routine up good enough so where i could like look back at my old routine that i do now and really think like oh i i do this every day i went back to work today which felt fucking weird and it made me realize like okay yeah i i was more conscious of the things i did today and more conscious of what i want to do in the future because of the fun and freedom and um, away from home feeling I felt, you know, when when you're camping 
with friends and you got nothing to worry about. You're just, okay, what do we do today? We just chill. You know, there's nothing on the agenda. We just hang out. And when you have that feeling and when you have, when you trap yourself in that feeling, you know, it's like you could, oh, you could pop, you know, go 30 minutes to a forest um, and camp there for the night, but you don't really, you still are near those obligations, but it's when you, when you drive 12 hours south into the middle of a desert and trap yourself in a a tent, I mean, you're there, you are there and it feels good. You, I don't know. It's a good, it's good change. And, And some people are like, Oh, whatever. What are you talking about? I backpack, I camp. It's like, it's the same feeling. It's the same feeling of being away from something you're comfortable with. And you break it, like I said, breaking up the fucking routine, man. I'm just breaking it up, like just, just like it's a fucking block of ice, and I just threw it on the ground, and it just goes, you know, just fucking, and my routine just melted, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun, you know. I did a lot of fucking whippets. <laughs> Let's keep it a fucking bucking three quarters, mom, dad, if you're listening, uh turn this off right now uh <laughs> uh took a lot of whippets man dude fuck yeah um yeah i don't mean i don't got much else to say it was good music i really it made me respect a lot of different type of music because when you hear it in a live environment with really good speakers you learn to love it you learn to accept it because that's all you hear that's all you feel the speakers there are incredible incredible i mean i don't know how uh who invented speakers but whoever invented these speakers to be able to output these types of sound waves into the air is fucking insane i mean it is colossal sounding colossal i mean you could stand a football field away two football fields away three football fields away and still feel that in your chest you could literally feel the bass in your chest, which is insane to me. It was mind-blowing. I didn't know what to... I, I didn't know how to comprehend it. I was like, how is this physically possible? I get it. You're at the front of a stage of a concert. You're in a little club. The music's loud. Woo, woo, woo. But when you're outside and you're three football fields away and you can hear that shit, it's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers it doesn't make sense to me it really doesn't make sense to me um but it made me respect a lot of artists um it made me want to listen more to dnb more to techno um it made me want to research more music it also was inspiring for my own music because i think personally as an artist as a creative uh making shit (laughs) um you get pin pigeonholed is that the word pigeonholed no pinpointed maybe pigeonholed is the right word um when you listen to tight some of the same type of stuff you know you forget to branch out you realize there's so much more to music um obviously it's fun to dive into a niche um niche culture of sound niche type of music that no one really listens to or it's not in the mainstream but you also got to realize there's so many different niches across the fucking spectrum It's good to train your ear and train your brain to, uh, what's the word, digest this type of art. Because when you listen to something for so long and you you, uh, 
do you listen to the same type of things you learn to only like that only like that type of music or um only like that type of rhythm or or things like that so when you hear electronic when you hear bass music um or techno you know it's a it's almost like you switch from using a paintbrush to a pencil you know it's it's a completely different median medium of artistic expression but it can be done in such a different way that it's so good in this different way and that that if that makes sense i don't know i've probably said that a million times on the podcast but um that's what i felt that's what i felt i felt more uh like i wanted to rewire my brain to listen to different music so it could help me in my creation as well so i've been all day at work today you know i was just listening to fucking fucking i don't even know what i was listening to but i'm gonna go through that lineup at lib check through the music and just see what i can learn see what i can grasp um because in the move in the moment that shit made me feel some type of way i also feel do feel in general i am like a, a chameleon when it comes to um consuming music at least in a live setting like i could enjoy every type of music that i hear that's being performed but it's different when you have headphones in or you're listening by yourself in the car um, you want to play the stuff that you're used to, the the stuff that you that doesn't challenge your brain to um, understand. You just want to drop into that thing that you love, and that you know hypes you up or you know makes you feel some type of way. But it's definitely, I, I it made me realize like, okay, I just listening live is not enough for me to fully consume this type of music or this type of art. So I want to challenge myself and listen to music that i haven't really heard before and because i think it will really help making my making music um in my way i would say um it would help me in my own lane because <laughs> motherfuckers i want to drop an album i do i really want to drop an album let's keep it a buck 350 motherfucker let's keep it a buck 350 <laughs> um but yeah, I feel like I got off to a slow start on this pod. I was a little rusty. I was a little all over the place. I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know how to how to spit lyrics in podcast form. I didn't know how to do it. But now that you guys have gotten to the 25, 30 minute mark, 35 minute mark, um, I hope you understand that. I just, I just need a little bit of warm up because now I'm hot. I'm hot off the press. I'm doing my thing. Um, uh, 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 I mean, when you realize, man, the, the, the potential of different sound waves and bass, man, is bass music is fucking dope. Um, yeah, bass music is fucking cool. I, uh, made a bead, I made a bracelet um at lib with some beads shout out to jamie for bringing the pack made a future furry bracelet now i don't know if i was you know i'd, I'd handshake a random person i'd give someone a high five uh i was sitting there and someone was reading my bracelet but i hope they didn't think i was actually going to be a fear furry in the future because uh let's keep it real i saw people with some tails i saw some <laughs> i saw some people with some cat ears uh because I kind of did it as a bit, but I realized in that 
uh, environment, you know, um, I don't think people take that as a bit. I think they're like, okay, he's really warming up to the idea of being a furry. I think we should talk to him. It's no, I don't think so. And you know what? Maybe I am. Maybe I will be a furry one day. I'll throw on a fox tail, you know, I'll go to work. People will be like, yo, what's that under your sweatshirt? I'll be like, oh, no, nothing too crazy. You know, none of your, none of really your business. It's kind of part of my body. So uh, why are you commenting on my body? Then I'd get them fired, obviously. Um, You know, but, but you know, I might fuck around and be a furry, guys. You know, it, it seems like a great profession. Um, no, is it a profession? Is it a... Well, what is it? Is it is being a furry a a a, a identific, identification? Like, what is it? What actually is being a furry? What could that mean? What could that possibly mean? Are you identifying as an animal, or are you cosplay? I feel like there, I feel like there's levels to it. I feel like there's levels to it. You know, you know, people are cosplaying as a as a furry. Like, oh, I'm gonna do this for the the festival. I'll wear a tail, and then they go home and. You know, they work at Starbucks and, um, you know, that's it. But I wonder if these people come out fucking ready to just go on all fours. I didn't see anyone on a leash. I didn't see anyone too crazy. Um, But I know there's a furry community out there. So if you're in Portland, you're listening to this and you're a furry, I'd love to have you on the podcast because I'd like to learn more about the furry lifestyle. I'd love to understand what it means to be an animal because I can't see it, but I'm open to the idea. I mean, it can't be that bad, right? Do you like admit it to your family or something? You know, at dinner time, you're like, oh, by the way, guys, I, uh, I, uh, I actually am a dog. I, I think I am a dog. And people are like, okay, pass the mashed potatoes. And you're like, no, mom, calm it down for a second. No mashed potatoes. Uh, let's mash this fucking gravy because I am a dog. And the, the dinner table gets a little quiet and they're like, <laughs> okay, uh, woof. <laughs> and then I go, Ow! At, at the dinner table, the light, the candle lights swish off. Um, and then you hear a bunch of furries in the distance go, Ow! and uh, my parents are like, okay, um, <laughs> well, those mashed potatoes are getting cold. I'm like, mom. I am a dog, you know, and then I get on all fours and I run out because my parents don't accept me for who I really am, a dog. Um, so yeah, maybe I am a future furry. Who knows? Uh, that would be kind of awesome. I'd love that. Um, <laughs> Ooh, uh, is this a safe place to talk about drugs on here? Is this like my digital footprint, man? But I'll keep it short, but I did take a point of Molly. Um, and that's just the person I know, Molly. Shout out to Molly. Uh, and, you know, Molly scores points. She plays basketball. So point of Molly. And uh, boy, did I feel fucking... <laughs> did I feel good? I haven't done that thing in a long time, a long time. It felt really good. Like I wanted to do it again and again, but you know, guys, that stuff puts holes in your brain. It's not good for you. Um, it's definitely a good once in a while thing. I'll definitely be revisiting it. Um, because it just makes you feel lovey dovey. It makes you feel good. You just, 
you feel the music. There's not much more I can say other than that was a fun one. It was great. It had good vibes. I hugged my friends with full intention. Um, and that's the lib experience. That's really the lib experience. I mean, there's much more to it. I'll probably have some, have the people I camped with on the podcast. We could talk about it. But from my standpoint, the babies, the music, the furries, that's really what it's all about for me. The babies, the furries, and the music. Um, so I'm going to end this podcast here. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you listened to the end or at least till halfway because I picked it up. I I picked it up around the 25-minute mark. For a second, I thought I couldn't. I was a little rusty. I was all over the place. But boy, oh boy, did I pick that shit up and I ate it and fucking shit it back out and threw it on a piece of canvas and sold that thing for 300 by the way there was a lot of good art there live artists just painting you can walk around and just see a painting flourish into its final being you know there were some really epic artists there um but yeah um thank you for listening i will be back probably some we'll bring some guests i think we should bring some guests that would be some fun 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 things <laughs> all right um it's been real thank you so motherfucking much for motherfucking supporting me um if you still listen to this podcast i really do appreciate it i love you i do this shit when i start you know before i do a podcast i'm like a uh, podcast who is this for and then every week Every week I am reminded by someone who still listens to the podcast and be like, dude, I love your podcast. And I'm, and I really, I do it for that shit. I really do it for that quick compliment, man. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah I love your pod. Yeah. I really, I didn't know people still listen, but people fucking still listen. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Um, I will see you guys next week with another one. <laughs> another one. Uh, classic DJ Khaled bit. All right. Um, I got to go play basketball, guys. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a fucking hooper. Um, I'll be back next week. Hopefully a guest. That would be fun. I'd be excited for that. Um, and have a good rest of your week. Plur. Seriously, guys. Plur. I love you. Um, and thank you to the people that made Lightning in a Bottle such a great experience. Uh, I love you. And I love all the listeners. Goodbye.